a big thank you to all of our listeners. We keep growing and growing and growing every week because of you guys. You are you are fantastic. Thank you for sharing love to Sandlot Sports. You are the reason why we do what we do. Um, coming up on this week of Sandlot Sports, we talk about the, the week six of college football, um, including Bama's shocking loss to Texas A&M and what it means to the polls and, and what it means for the playoffs. And will it happen again? Doubt it. Um, we also talk about week five in the NFL. Um, there were games on the field, but we mostly talked about John Gruden and Urban Meyer because that was the more fun conversation. That's the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of high the school, that... after high school, a lot of there's all, all gloves, all bets are off, all gloves yeah. off. But you know, <laughs> it's wrong. What are you laughing about? Yeah, it was bad. It was not good. <laughs> I remember you. I, I do not know how I got a high school without getting punched more in the face. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, oh, yeah. I have but no BJ, you're right, though. So a lot of the stuff that he said is what I would expect from 15, 16, 17-year-olds to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. People learn not the way of grown yeah, adult not grown should know better. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capperson. I'm here with Dorian Cody. I know how to handle the Kyrie situation. Trade him to Orlando. You just want him to go to basketball purgatory. <laughs> That's just all there is to it. <laughs> and, and, and BJ Thomas. I think it's official. We can start saying, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> I think we can. We'll, we'll, we'll wait to the NFL segment for that, though. So I guess mm-hmm. we'll start with college like we normally do. And well, I guess the Don't worry. Thing- I'll, I'll make sure it permeates everything. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I got this. But, you know, there is a team in college that's hated almost as much as the Cowboys. They lost over Notre the Dame? Alabama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to lie. I talk shit about Alabama, but you have to admire the system. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the thing. And, you know, they had 100 straight victories over unranked opponents. And granted, most of that is like non-conference bullshit. But that's neither here nor there. What they showed on Saturday is that the cliche of defense wins championships is, has been, and will always be right. Always right. If you don't have a defense, you are in trouble. Absolutely. Dude, like, shout out to the Texas A&M uh, front four, man. That uh, that defensive line, they held up perfectly, or at least well. I mean. Shout out to the second string quarterback looking like the real deal out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's not even supposed to be there. He's just <laughs> was there. It, was it Calzana? Last name? Calzana? Cal- I keep I mean, calling him Calzana, but I think you're right. He, he, yeah. he earned the respect for me to look up his name, so if you'll give me a second. Thanks, thanks. You know what I mean? I don't want to disrespect him. Yeah. And he played quite the game. I was impressed. Mm-hmm. And let's think about this. This is the team that scored 10 points against Colorado. Could not do jack shit against Colorado. Colorado couldn't do anything against them either. And yeah. it's hit football back about 20 years. But 10 <laughs> points against Colorado. And Any given Saturday. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Calzada. Zach Calzada. Yeah, Calzada. Okay. And BJ, you said it. Was that not one of the best sports Saturdays or just sports Man. days we've had in a while? Yeah. Everything from like uh, Alabama and um, then you had Fury Wilder at night. Um, what are some yeah. of the other college games? That were well, the Michigan Nebraska game. Yeah. Michigan Nebraska was a attack. good game. Yeah, that, yeah, that should be a heart attack. That was a good game. Yeah, Man, we just it was a it was a good weekend. And then Sunday shows up and it's like, yeah. hold on, guys, wait a second. <laughs> hold wait on, a second. I'll show you how to do it. I'm going to show you how to miss four field goals and still win a game. Win a game. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Yeah, it was the, it was best kicker good. in the league out there flailing. But that's the thing with with Bama losing, it brings the chaos that BJ was looking for. I'm loving it. Oh, yeah. The chaos, is, the chaos is on its way. I'm telling you. Oh, if Alabama loses again, I'm not saying they will. But oh, if Alabama loses again, 
they're going to be scrambling to figure out the situation. I'm well, so I mean, excited. let's let's play this out. Let's let's say BJ's right and Georgia loses to Florida. Because rivalry games, mm-hmm. anything can happen, as we saw on Saturday when yeah. Oklahoma almost lost to Texas. Let's say Georgia. That no, uh, that was another one on Saturday. The second half, we could do a podcast on that second half <laughs> alone. Right. Alone. That was amazing. Um, but let's say Georgia loses the Florida. Well, you'll have a one-loss Georgia team playing a one-loss Alabama team in the SEC championship. Mm-hmm. Both of them are not making an M. One of them is going to have two losses. Are you sure yeah. with all that SEC favoritism you talk about? You sure it won't happen? I think. Look, I think it'll. They'll. They'll try to make it happen. But because you know Georgia will drop so far down on the polls, losing to Florida, I think that that will prevent it. Now, granted, they'll, they'll find some way of screwing over you know Cincinnati because screwing over the little guys a tradition unlike any other in college football. You got to remember, yeah. it, it, I believe the headquarters of the NCAA is in Indiana. Is that correct? Indianapolis, yes. Yeah, so that's still the South. You have to remember that. <laughs> like that's the South. I don't care what anybody says. If you are the headquarters, <laughs> if your home state is the headquarters of the modern day KKK. You are the South. <laughs> I don't care what latitude you're at. It doesn't count. Hey, latitude has nothing to do with this. The most recent export is Mike Pence. <laughs> is that an export or a regurgitation? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, does Georgia play uh, Kentucky? This weekend. Ooh. Something's going to happen. We know that. That's one that's thing. One we do. Something will happen. Oh, well. That's, oh, a, man. that's a terrible game to pick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that one. Adam's not setting us up with any like softballs or anything. Please. <laughs> That's gonna be a good one. So so if Georgia okay, so if Kentucky beats Georgia, but Georgia beats Alabama, how do you think that'll shake out? Okay, well, okay, again, let's play that out. If Kentucky beats Georgia, Georgia's mm-hmm. got one loss. Kentucky won't have any in the SEC. Right. Okay? So Georgia would need Kentucky to lose twice to right. even have a chance at Alabama. Yeah. Okay. So if so, okay, so if Kentucky, let's say Kentucky beats Georgia. Kentucky wins out and meet Alabama SC championship, and then Alabama beats Kentucky. Will that hold as much weight as if they? Well, I guess it would. Uh, I mean, the bottom line is that the winner of the SEC is making the playoffs, mm-hmm. unless something just bizarre happens. The winner of the SEC is making the playoffs, whether that's Bama, Georgia, whomever. It's where the SEC get a second team in, <clears throat> and now that's that's not looking as you know, guaranteed as it was just a few days ago. Right. You, you still have what? Um, all right. So you have Georgia that's undefeated. I mean, you got Iowa's undefeated. Um, are there any other undefeated teams in, in the top five right now? Oh, okay, all of them now. are undefeated, except for Alabama. Yeah, that's right, because Oklahoma, they're still undefeated. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll, pull, <laughs> up the, I'll, I'll pull up the top ten here in a second once my yeah. phone. <laughs> except <working>. for Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, like like I said, I'm just hating. I'm a Florida guy, so it's kind of easy to talk shit about Alabama, but you have to appreciate the system. They keep getting the players in and pumping right out into the NFL. And man, those guys are making for some good Sundays. Yeah. Yep. So during, Derek, he, oh, God, here, sorry. Here's the top 10. Mm-hmm. It is dominated by the Big Ten, by the way. Georgia's oh. one, Iowa's two, Cincinnati's three, Oklahoma's four, and then it goes Alabama, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Oregon, Michigan State. Right. Yeah. Half of the top 10 is the Big Ten. Right. Hey, and you got Michigan and Michigan State in the top 10. Yep. Wow. I believe the last time that they played each other and they were both ranked in the top 10 was night High school? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's been a it's while. Probably- <laughs> TJ Duckett was the starting running back. No, no, this is like before, like before our parents were born. Wow. Yes. 
Because you got to remember, like, there was a long stretch where Michigan State just was not good. Right. I mean, there right. was a long stretch. The Big Ten was Michigan, Ohio State, and everybody else. Everybody else. Right. And it wasn't really until but, D'Antonio got there that they even became competent. SEC can start claiming Oklahoma, by the way. As long as the Big 12 can start claiming uh, Cincinnati. Sure, that's fine. You can have them. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm not sure they're going to be there much longer anyway. But see, and, and here, here's the problem, Dorian, going back to your point. You, mm-hmm. Like I said, you got five in the Big Ten that are in the top 10. Iowa's going to play one of the other four in the Big mm-hmm. Ten Big Ten title game. Right. So you've got this log jam of Penn State, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Michigan all kind of mixed in together. They're all going to play each other, but depending on how those games go, they may not drop that far. Mm. So because like, you know, Michigan plays Michigan State in a couple in, on Halloween weekend. Okay, cool. That's eight and 10. Then you know, Michigan State plays Ohio State. Well, depending on how far Michigan State or Michigan fall, you know, who, whoever wins that game. I see what so, you did there. Yeah. You said Michigan State first. That was sneaky confidence leaking out of you right there. That's what that was. You heard it, Dorian. <laughs> no, I did. Note it. Note it. <laughs> but, uh, but Penn State also has to play Ohio State. And again, the winner of, of that, you know, Big Ten East, has to go back and play Iowa. And I don't think Iowa's going to go undefeated this year. I think I, th- I think they're going to pull a Clemson. And they're going to lose somewhere on that schedule. The that defense says loser says what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, Iowa's defense is excellent. It's yes. probably taking the place of where Alabama's defense usually would. Well, and the Iowa defense is always very, very solid. It's just now they have a quarterback that's not going to you know make a mistake. Honestly, I was surprised to not see Nate Staling back there. You know, I I think he was like a sixth-year senior last year. Mm. So, I mean, wow. and yes, the uh, I think it was Petras is the name of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You talk about a bad start to a game. The first quarter, he was one for nine with one interception for nine yards. That's horrible. <laughs> and the <laughs> I, I will say this. The only reason why they won, again, won that game because they broke uh, Sean Clifford at Penn State. That's how Tony Romo started most of his games. What are you talking about? A bad start. It's a <laughs> slow start. Slow start. We're, we're working on things. It'll be okay. But if Sean Clifford doesn't get hurt, Iowa loses that game because Penn State would. I mean, they weren't rolling, but their comp, their offense was was moving the ball a little bit. Much when Roberson came in, that offense just became stagnant and horrible. I agree. Um, can you know Kentucky and Old Miss got a real shot to make some noise in this ranking situation here also? Yeah, well, the, yeah. the problem with Old Miss is that they need Bama to lose again. I mean, they're not the same. They're not ex- They're not the same Bama. They're still Bama. They're still a difference, but they aren't the two notches above everybody else. Okay, they're well, sitting right above everybody. Well, let's, let's look at their schedule for a second. Okay, so upcoming on, on Bama's schedule, they got Mississippi State, Tennessee, LSU, New Mexico State, and the, the, the hard game there, Arkansas, and <laughs> Auburn. I'm right with Arkansas. <laughs> You're calling it now? Arkansas over Alabama? Wouldn't that be crazy? That'd be like three <laughs> out of five of my Arkansas picks hitting. Oh, geez, why not? You're out on the limb. Arkansas over Alabama. You heard it yeah, first. Yeah, damn. I had to complete a touchdown pass with no time left to go. <laughs> Mississippi couldn't cover. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that Auburn game could be a trap game for Bama? They are yes. playing in Auburn. Here, here's the deal. Nick Saban has to, has a losing record against Auburn teams that have at least nine wins going into that game. Mm. Auburn's not going to have nine wins I going into that game. Nine wins, yeah. So, and, and I think I think anything any Auburn team that's eight and three or worse, I don't think they've beaten Alabama. Why am I kind of sneaky happy that LSU's not? Because you agree with me that Ed Orgeron's an overrated coach. Um. <laughs> <laughs> see i knew once once you posed these questions and thoughts in the group chat today i knew he was coming on the show tonight uh, i don't want you to talk about ed ogeron like 
I think that's fair. He he looks like a potato and he's still pulling college. There has to be something that if I were an 18 year old, I'd be like, he's going to teach me things that I may never learn anywhere else in life. So I'm going to go to LSU. So I feel like his recruiting definitely got a bump up. His coaching is questionable at best. But yeah. recruiting wise, geez, he's starting to creep up there and you're saving with it. How do you let that pitcher get out? How do you be a grown man in the public eye for most of your life and you let that pitcher get out? <laughs> potato, potato laying next to Reese Witherspoon's cousin. But, okay, outside of the two years that, that Ed has had Joe Burrow in his system, here's his record. Six and two. Uh, yeah, six and two. Nine and four. Five and five, three and three. I mean, that's cool, like Central Michigan or something. But that's not really going to get that's, you. That's not LSU. Else. I mean, yeah. I mean, Ed, Ed might beat um, Manny Diaz in getting fired this year. Where was Ed before LSU? I can't remember. Mississippi and USC. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So when he was at Mississippi, his total record was ten and twenty-five. That's solid. Head coach. Yeah. That's solid. Oh, yeah, he had a half a year at, at USC because I think um, I, I forget who got fired. He kind of stepped in. He was six and two at USC, and then he went to LSU. Was okay. Got Burrow. Got got hot. Got magic. Burrow left, and then went back to being at Ergeron. Did he so take Joe, over? Did he take over when Shark got fired from USC? That may have been who he took over for. Oh no, no, I, I think Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and then. Shark took over for Ed. For Ed, yeah. For Ed, right. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. All right. Wow. Look, in hindsight, that's not much of that seems like that seems like a lateral move, yeah. Like Sark's the offensive version of Ed Ogeron. I mean, I, I know down in Louisiana they love Ed because he sounds like him. He talks like him. He looks like him. He just doesn't coach the way they want him to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he just, man. just laughing to himself over there. Potato. <laughs> man, like, where else would that be acceptable? It's almost like the Cincinnati Bengals also run the LSU. The old Bengals. Sorry, Ben new Bengals. But before, it was pretty bad. They kept Marvin Lewis on. I mean, they were 8-8 eight and eight for a decade. Yeah, so, so was Jeff Fisher. What's your point? <laughs> oh, that was terrible, too. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, at least Fish went to the Super Bowl. This is true. I mean, yeah. He gave him some kind of hope. Yeah. Oh, man, Ogeron. So who's LSU bringing in? Because he's gone. He's got to be gone. <laughs> I don't know. And that that's that's the problem. I know Michigan's kind of had that conversation earlier in the year is if you get rid of your existing coach, who are you bringing in? Because to your point, you want to move up in the world. You don't want to have a lateral move. I mean, USC's cool with it, apparently. Yeah, well, it's USC. Yes, it's USC. Not saying much. I mean, maybe maybe matt campbell from iowa state because he may not have a job soon why would you go like from one place that likes to get overrated to another place that likes to get overrated that doesn't seem like a good move that's a lateral move for him because lsu can pay a lot more money and if he stays at iowa state he may not be in the power five here i don't care i'm I'm all for lsu hiring no-name coaches that are unproven and then them failing i'm cool with it they could go through a decade of that i don't care (laughs) <laughs> hey, you still riding Dan Mullins there in Florida? Oh no, I'm I'm just talking like this because the Cowboys are, are doing great, and I'm pretty amped <laughs> up. Sorry, guys, I'm gonna tell you, really, working it in, into every segment. So if I'm correct, and I'm pretty sure I'm correct, probably gonna rub most of the listeners the wrong way because if you don't like the Cowboys, you kind of hate them for the most part. <laughs> I mean, that, that's my life experience. There's no argument from either one of you. And it's also very quiet on Sunday after the Cowboys game. Nobody talks to me until Monday for some reason. I can't quite figure it out. Well, I can tell you exactly <laughs> why I didn't talk to you on Sunday because I was at SeaWorld with my family all the time. I didn't give a shit about the NFL. That's perfectly <laughs> acceptable. But while you were doing that, I was celebrating. Oh, that's fine. Again, it was wonderful. <laughs> I sent you that meme earlier that called the uh, 
said God hates the Lions. <laughs> the, the best yes. 0 5 team in the league. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, I, I think it was a Tarico during the, the delay on Sunday. He was like, when Dempsey beat them with the record setting field goal, they lost 19 to 17. When Tucker beat them with the record setting field goal, beat them 19 to 17. So when they lost again at the, you know, at the gun, they lost 19 to 17. Yeah. And I, and they, they were in a set that the Lions are the first team ever to lose two games of a game winning field goal at the, at the gun of more than 50 yards in the same season. And done it yeah. in like, Three weeks because efficiency, you know, because consistency is key. Well, sorry, I got us talking about NFL again. We still have to talk about our horrible, yeah. no good, very bad uh, college football. Picks. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get to the picks, but the picks are actually good. Oh, oh I forgot. We're we're semi knowledgeable about college football. Yeah, we we can't we, we kind of know what we're talking about in college. Moronic when it comes to NFL. <laughs> picks. There we go. Well, uh, I, I how's this for a spoiler? One of us is five hundred with their NFL picks. That's you if you're talking about it. No, we'll have to see. <laughs> so as i said in the group chat that the games this week are um not good <laughs> um but i try to pick the, the the ones that would at least be competent um the first one we have is michigan state and indiana um sparty's a four and a half point favorite in, in bloomington pretty sure michigan state's gonna cover that one dorian go on sparty yeah i actually had time so i made my picks ahead of time so i can oh, actually is. yeah look at that i can actually you know pick them um yeah, I'm going Are, with Sparty too, and it, not because I think that Sparty is that much better. I, I think that, I think they cover. I think Indiana is just they're back to being Indiana, especially with Penix being out. Um, I know Tom Allen has that defense, you know, doing what it can, but they can only hold up for so long. So I mean, we'll see. It is in Bloomington, and you never really know. But I just I, I don't see Indiana having the firepower that they they had last year. So the next game we have is Oklahoma State and Texas. Now this one's interesting. Oklahoma State's undefeated. Texas has two losses. It's in Austin, and Texas is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. What does Vegas think that we don't know? Oh, I mean, I, I'll tell you this. Vegas knows a lot that we don't know. Yeah, um, I know, right? So just, I, I read an article that Vegas actually made, I think it was like $1.5 million on the, the Baltimore game last night because they oh. had the spread of Baltimore minus seven, and people were just slamming it hard thinking Baltimore was going to cover. And oops. They did not. They did not cover. They almost didn't win. Nope. And we'll, we'll get to that in the NFL segment. But I thought I'm that gonna, was interesting. So I believe that Vegas is saying Oklahoma State's overrated. I'm going to go with Texas. I don't know if that's true. That's what I think they're saying. That's what. That's what. Well, they're saying that everyone else thinks that Texas, uh, Oklahoma State, is overrated. That's what they're saying. I'm going to be everyone else this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> At Dorian. Um. That loss that Texas took um, from Oklahoma, I don't know if they'll be able to uh, recover from it. So I'm going with Oklahoma State. It's going to be close. But I think Oklahoma State may pull this. <laughs> You're saying that second half beat the bejesus out of them, just destroyed Dude. them mentally. Dude, they were the backup, like, it's crazy. They had the backup, that game under control. The mm-hmm. backup quarterback came in and gave them the business. The freshman yeah. backup quarterback came the, in and gave them the business. You know, and it, it was not that long ago that um, Monk NFL drafts had Spencer Rattler going number one in the draft. Now he's on, not even number one on his own depth chart. I see him <laughs> in transfer porthole mentioned a lot. <laughs> portal, excuse me. So maybe interesting. Yeah, real quick. There's a meme that I saw. It had Patrick Mahomes turning to Spencer Rattler. <laughs> Dang. At that Bills game. I'm gonna fight it since you guys. It was the most hilarious thing ever. Those Chiefs look rough. Oh, oh I, I heard. I heard the best description of their stadium uh, today. Camera oh, head. Yeah. Oh. 
man. <laughs> so, yeah, I, out there, man. Yeah, so, <laughs> both of them. Um, so for those who can't see, yeah, I picked o- Oklahoma State too. And Dorian, I agree with you. It's like, I, I don't see how Texas gets back up after that game because it was in hand. They had it and they just blew it. And again, defense wins championships. They don't have defense. You're making me want to change my pick. I'm not going to, but you're making me want to stop. Go to the next one. <laughs> so the next one is the Florida Gators and LSU. Ah, put me down. You guys talk about this. I'm just going to blah, blah, blah. The same shit I always say. <laughs> so they should win LSU? this game. They got two starting quarterbacks. Just pick one and figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm picking Florida, man. I think the little they'll lose that game, they have to beat themselves. Like turnovers or something. Oh, you mean like they did last year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way they're able to be. See, I, I can't, I, I just can't for our listeners. I can't talk shit about Ed Orgeron need to be fired and then pick him to beat Florida. That would just be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so I have look, to pick Florida. Look, we saw this week that the man's capable of magic. <laughs> capable of magic. Is this more common than I think? Or, Am I just overreacting to this? Yes. Him waking up with a 19 year old or laying in bed with a 19 year old. Okay, whatever. That's fine. Well, we, we see where BJ's priorities are. No, <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just like that's got to help the same priorities that Urban Meyer has. That's got that's got to help recruiting. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking if I was Ed Ogeron, I would go to the um, away teams hangouts and find the ones that are sleeping with the coaches and then sleep with them for dominance. <laughs> you got to mark your territory. <laughs> now, when the feminists come out and say shit about this, just remember that you said mark your territory because I did not say that. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad our voices are very distinct. Yes. <laughs> that was BJ Thomas that said that. <laughs> <laughs> so the last game on our list is the top 11 matchup between Kentucky and Georgia. Kentucky's number 11, undefeated, going into Athens. Georgia's the 23 and a half point favorite. I, yeah. I'm going to do this. Georgia wins, but doesn't cover. A 23 point gap? I yeah. just, ah, uh, ah, uh, 24. Yeah. I, I agree with BJ, man. Like, I mean, George is going to win, but <laughs> 23 to half. Only three? I mean, their, like de- their, defense is, their defense is top-notch. Like, theirs and Iowa's defense seem to be head of the class. Right. It'd be great to see them catch up to each other in the playoffs. Yeah. Do one of those classic, like, 10 to 13 games or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, that'd be terrible. We're all getting addicted to this. 80 point football games. Just no, dude, uh, go back. I think it was 2015 when Iowa played Michigan State for the Big Ten title. And the final score was 16 to 13. And you talk about a hard nosed, old school, hey. great football game. That was amazing. That's what we grew up with. It's easy yeah. to watch that stuff because it's just like, oh, man. Struggle and, real out here today. And and watch the final touchdown scored by LJ Scott. They uh, Sparty was down 13 to 9. I think there was like a minute or so to go. They were down the one. And I've never seen anyone fight so hard to get one yard. And he at the very last second, he reached the ball over um, the goal line, saw an Iowa defender coming in, reached it, saw the, the official try to put his hands up for a touchdown, pulled it back. So it wasn't knocked out. It was amazing. So do yourself a favor and go back and watch that game. And and BJ, to your point, if Iowa and Georgia do play, I think it's going to be 13 to 9, 17 to 16, some old school, just what football used to be. I was just thinking, like, um, there's also a thing that I've seen over the past few years where sometimes these defensive teams meet up and both offenses do so much preparation where it's like, the defenses have their worst performances of the year too. So yeah, it could go either way. I'd be, I'd be excited for either outcome. It'd be crazy to see two great defenses get scored on a bunch. And it'd be great. Also awesome to see 
a great defensive performance in a low scoring game. So I'm just excited for that potential matchup. Oh honest. yeah. And, and that's actually kind of what happened uh, at Michigan uh, with the Michigan Nebraska game is that the Michigan defense came out, kind of established the line of scrimmage, established the, the first half and Nebraska made the adjustments and they just went crazy in the third quarter. But it was all different kinds of formations, different kinds of plays, kind of all kind of, not some trick plays, but just different scheming. It was really fun to watch. Now, obviously, it gave me a mini heart attack. <laughs> um, but being, you know, if, if you don't root for yeah, the team, it, wouldn't, it was really fun to watch just how Nebraska countered the chess match. So, yeah, I, I think watching a good, a team that's good enough to hang with Georgia defensively so their offense doesn't go crazy, I think would be really fun to watch. Kentucky, yeah. not that team. <laughs> Maybe maybe Kentucky says let's trade bucket. You never know. Yeah, but that'd be fun to watch too. The the problem with Kentucky is that they are a power running team, and that's great. I mean, it's, it's something different than you know what every other team out there is. But that runs right into Georgia's um, into Georgia's hands. And yep. that same Michigan State team I talked about in 2015, they were a good, solid power running team. Ran up against Alabama in the playoffs, and that didn't turn out too well. It rarely does. Yeah, and I think it was like 38 to nothing. <laughs> and. I, mm. I see this game kind of going out that way. The 24 scares me for Georgia to cover. A little much. Yeah, but I, I, I can see it going down here quickly. If Georgia can, can, can jump on them early, Kentucky's not a team that can catch up. And it can it can go sideways in a hurry. Yeah, especially with power running teams who like they're good once they have the lead. If they have to come yep. from behind, <laughs> yeah. I mean, let yeah. me put it this way: if Kentucky loses to Georgia by twenty four points, they should probably drop quite a bit. Yes, that's a clear statement that you don't belong this year. Yeah, and that goes back to the point of if Georgia beats Kentucky and let, let's say they cover, Kentucky will drop probably into the twenties. There's nobody else in the SEC like there. It's Bama and Georgia, and then nothing like a wasteland of mediocrity beating the crap out of each other but normally a, a third or even fourth team will kind of bubble up but not this year a lot of quarterback problems in the sec that's a recruiting problem yeah. maybe if they had a coach better than ed order they could recruit better oh ed so recruit- you're trying to say brad ed- johnson's son is not the answer <laughs> ed, re- ed recruits all kind of talent just like ed <laughs> just not on the football field <laughs> is, is talent a cancelable offense nowadays probably uh well maybe to urban meyer <laughs> no he definitely calls women talent <laughs> bet money on that <laughs> oh man this uh well when so, we go to the nfl is yeah. a story that i read about uh oh there, there's a bunch and... there's a bunch of stories and we'll get to that here in a second we'll take a quick break want more sandlot sports follow us on facebook at sandlot sports and on twitter at podcast sandlot and we're back so we'll move on to the nfl and guys wh- where do you want to start do you want to start on the field or off the field <laughs> off the field is more fun. off the let's field okay there. yeah that's off the field so i think i think urban meyer is like just happy he's not in the spotlight this week because john cruden, cruden took it and it's gonna run with it yes I'm he is. Oh, i was just trying to figure out who kept urban's hand warm this week <laughs> I don't know, but I'm I'm hoping that someone hacks into Urban's emails to see, because I'm sure he he has some things in his email as well. What Dude. if he's just what if he's just a player? Like he's not anything else but just a player. What if he just goes out yeah. there and messes with women and it isn't really up to anything else? At, at you, this, you would just love him even more. Yeah, at, Dorian. At this point, I'm sure that every NFL team has contacted the Clinton Foundation to find out how to describe emails. <laughs> mm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> See, they need to take the Republican approach. They don't care what's in the emails. They just lie about it right to your face. Like, yeah, there you go. Like, you're an idiot. Like, you must have misread that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, since it's... you did it, no, I didn't. <laughs> no. They just used Eddie's Jedi mind trick. 
Her I mean, young group started too. Young group was like, "Oh no, what I said about um, D. Smith? No, I was saying that his lip. I called it is like rubber because he lies, and I call that people who lie. So, so that's what I, I meant. I, I will say this. So on on Sunday when this first broke, I was all ready to come on here and say, "Look, it happened ten years ago. The NFL can't do anything because he was an employee in the NFL. It sucks. It's like the James Gunn situation where yeah, it was a dumbass mistake. It shouldn't have been done, but you know, it happened ten years ago. And then I find out it's like, no, it's been going on for for multiple years. Oh." While he's been deployed with the Raiders, it got worse. And no, fuck him. <laughs> you know what I think is funny is ESPN reporting on an employee's behavior, but not mentioning themselves at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he was employed with us during most of this. We're just going to talk about it. We're yeah. going to talk about what he did wrong. Let's talk about him. Him only. Yes. The Bucks pulled him out of the ring of honor like that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if he doesn't exist with the Bucks anymore, does that mean that Dungey gets credit for the Super Bowl? Uh, I always gave Dungey credit for that Super Bowl. Uh, so I did too. Did we, uh, you know, but that was only unofficially. So officially, he should get credit yeah. for it now. Right. No, there. He's getting ringing everything. Sure. But yeah, I thought it was interesting when when Gruden announced his resignation, obviously before the latest round. Um, yeah. You could tell that it was Mark Davis telling him what to say. You could tell Mark Davis went in there and go, this is what you're going to say. We want to fire you, but we don't want to go through the, the bullshit with it. Say this, announce your resignation, and walk away, and God help you if there's anything left. What's right. the biggest wah-wah moment of all this? Was it putting it all in text <laughs> messages or building a $4.3 million mansion next to your quarterback that you won't be coaching anymore? <laughs> well, the, the bigger dumbass moment was putting it all in writing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's if like, you're gonna be if you're gonna be an asshole, keep the electronic devices out. Of it. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I mean, we, face we, to face. Keep it. We grew up, you know, as email was starting to become a thing, you know. And I remember the first day I got a job where there was I had an actual email address. It was everything you do will be recorded and can be used against you. Up and and disciplinary action is up to and including termination if you do something bad. So don't do anything stupid because we will catch you. And so, yes, insulting the the head of the NFLPA and with racist remarks, that's bad. Using um, language for you know anti-gay language, especially when you have a gay player on your team. He called right. him, he called Roger Goodell the F word. That's never going to like. No, that's not going to yeah. work. And so all of that was bad enough. All of that fireball offense, especially because the team gave up on him. When they found out what he said about Goodell and the language he used and how the team had embraced Ryan Nesbitt, they they was like, no, you're you're done here. You can't stay here. All that Mm -hmm. was bad. Then to find out that he's connected to the bullshit that Washington was doing with their cheerleaders. Mm. I mean, that that's some horseshit. Yes. Wow. And I'm yeah, and I was forcing the girls to pose topless and then after that allegedly or uh, it was in the emails or whatever um it's part of the case excuse me but then they were had to go escort these guys to clubs later that night like yeah i mean that's borderline prostitution they're profe- yeah they're yeah. professional cheerleaders they aren't like right. i don't know right. and even if they aren't that's not how you treat anyone no you know and now the nflpa is coming out and saying hey we want to see all the emails from all the teams and Unlike Spygate and unlike all the other ones, I see Goodell going, have at it. Yeah. Jerry, with, with Jerry what Jones said about him, fucked. I can see him going, go. <laughs> Jerry Jones is fucked. He's going to blame it on his old age. Oh, God. <laughs> he's like, basically, fuck you, Rich. He's basically Calvin Candy. <laughs> oh. Sorry, it's, unfo- it's unfortunate that a movie about slaves has a lot of parallels today. That's you know, if, you, if, if you hate my Django reference, just fucking change your ideals. I'm not trying that. 
<laughs> Jerry Jones is complicated. Yeah. I mean, He's not wrong. Look, look not. of all the people you know in your life, who would be the first person to own a real life plantation? Jerry fucking Jones. <laughs> Jerry Jones. <laughs> well, I, I treat him well. I feed him. I feed him. <laughs> stay in the sure, shanty houses. Make sure the women are always pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Got and some see, good bucks, too. Strong. Y'all are going to get me in trouble. I can get see people like Jerry Jones, like um, Bruce Arians going, oh, shit, I got to delete my email. Not thinking yeah. this shit's backed up on yeah. servers. Bruce <laughs> Arians feels like he's a little loosey-goosey with his mouth. Yeah. Some of the way he talks and some of the things he says, it's like he might be a little, uh, yeah. he might cause himself some problems with his mouth. Well, see, and, what about and here's Belichick? You think Belichick may get caught up in something? Nope. 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 Oh, but, Bill, but, but, but. Bill Belichick does not poke holes in his own shit. No. But here's the best part. Robert Kraft's emails might be up for, for examination. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. His search history probably looks like Dorian's. <laughs> I mean, if you're into BBW, that's whole other <laughs> keep it moving. <laughs> Whatever keeps you warm in every situation you can ever imagine. <laughs> Giggity goo. Um, <laughs> that was what happened to the Asian spa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Robert Kraft and Deshaun Watson have more in common. Than, is that not a good joke? Or are we still doing allegedly stuff? <laughs> Hey, if, if it's if it's in an email, that's not a legend anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking now. What about John El- Elway? You think Elway's safe? I don't think any of these guys are safe. I think I mean I if would not like be an, surprised about anything anymore. If, if there's like an uh, uh, quarter anti quarterback anti hate group for quarterbacks, they'd probably be mad at John Elway. I can't yeah. believe him saying anything positive over the last since Peyton left. <laughs> that dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> And see, and here's the point. It's one thing to say stuff like that verbally or, you know, just use abusive language verbally. We all do it. Not not so much racist or sexist language, but abusive language. We I'm sure we do it, especially when when we're pushed. We don't put it in writing. Well, here's here's the thing. I try to make fun of shit people can change. You know what I mean? Like your behavior, your clothing, your stupid ideas. Stuff like that. Like, that's the stuff mm. I try to make fun of. I don't try to make fun of you for stuff you can't change. I have in the past when I was younger and more mature, for sure. Absolutely. That's the key. That's the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of high school, that... after high school, a lot of, there's all, all gloves, all bets are off, all gloves yeah. off. But, you know, <laughs> it's wrong. What are you laughing about? Yeah, it was bad. It was not good. Because <laughs> I remember you. <laughs> I, I do not know how I got a high school without getting punched more in the face. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, oh, but but no BJ, idea. you're right, though. So a lot of the stuff that he said is what I would expect from 15, 16, 17-year-olds to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. People learn not the way grown yeah, adult Not grown adults should know better. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, right. man. I mean, I, mean, I, I look at I look at uh, Dante DiVincenzo, or the, however you pronounce his name, from, mm-hmm. from Villanova that play, plays in the NBA now. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, when he won most most outstanding player for the Final Four back a couple years ago, like that night, shit came out about stuff that he tweeted four or five years before that. And yeah. I'm sitting there going, while that's wrong, the kid's kid. also 15, he's 16 stupid. years old. Yep, he's yeah. stupid. Like, you know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to hold him as to a higher account as a John Gruden. Yeah. It's not that you necessarily get a free pass, but you should be allowed to grow. And if you can change and, yeah. you know, be accepted by everybody or whatever. But like, if you decide to continue those ideals and behaviors, then you kind of got what's coming to you. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, so, and I, I will say, yes, 
when when I was growing up, I said stuff that would be offensive now. It was probably offensive then, just no one told me. But I grew up. I understand I understand what I did and said was wrong and stupid. And I've matured, which is scary. But yes, I have. <laughs> I I have a problem. Like most of my sense of humor is based on shock value. And so some of the things, some of the things that make me laugh harder than anything is when I say stuff, people just sit there with their mouth open. It's like, huh, gotcha. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's what entertains me. So I gotta, I really gotta watch this. Just don't put it in writing. Oh, uh, yeah, it's just so. It it is so funny to say stuff to people, walk away, and just leave them thinking. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe I mean it. Maybe I don't. Who knows? Just think about it. Yeah, which that had me thinking. I was like, okay, because I was speaking to someone else about uh, the whole email thing. And then they were like, they were like, Dorian, like, how would you feel if somebody hacked into your email? And it, it talked about your uh, what you said. I said, well, you want to be technical. I said, I never well, in my emails, I can't recall me saying anything bad about someone, but I do have a lot in my emails about other stuff, which I'm not gonna talk about because I work in HR. So um, but it just, it just makes you reflect, like, hmm, what if somebody hacked into your emails? What could they say about you? Oh, yeah. I don't agree with like the invasion of privacy of it, but this wasn't a hack. This was a part of an investigation, correct? Yeah, this was an investigation, I believe. Yeah, yeah. He, he got, or something. He got right. he got tied up in the the misdeeds of the Washington front office. Yeah, it was yeah. wasn't like a trainer was was busted for something. I don't know. It has something to do with Bruce Allen, and Bruce Allen and John Gruden were together in Tampa for a little bit. I think. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's not an invasion of privacy. It wasn't that it was hacked. It was a discovery. Oh shit! <clears throat> this is this is bad. Yeah, yeah, I think this is part of stuff that's been submitted as evidence in the investigation, yeah. and that got leaked. So it wasn't and, technically. It wasn't a hack. It wasn't like yeah. a digital thing. I don't think. And technically, the NFLPA, yes, they can say, hey, NFL, we well, want to see this information for all other teams because all other teams report to the NFL that it's NFL it property. Is, it is a what, private organization. Yep, yep. Now, it doesn't matter if your email address is at Cincinnati Bengals, at Jacksonville Jaguars, or at Seattle Seahawks. You're still an employee of the NFL. So Gruden so, didn't send this from his personal email. He sent it from a work He sent it from a work Yeah, the, the stuff that came out, it was from like an ESPN email. It was from, you know, an Oakland Raiders email. Yes, again, wow. how fucking dumb can you be? <laughs> wow. I mean, there's a reason why I don't tell people where I work I, that I have this podcast because I don't want them hearing yeah. a different side of me. That's, <laughs> that's the same. I don't put my, my I don't put my employer on my Facebook so I can ride out on people so I can just do whatever I want on Facebook because I don't yeah. want to get back to them. I have no even though, my, even though my manager is <laughs> a friend on Facebook, I can only imagine. Oh God! Imagine no. his boots have probably been steaming a couple times. <laughs> exactly. It's funny you mentioned that because um, I remember I was I was speaking to someone and I mentioned a podcast and one manager was like, "Do you have a podcast?" I said, "Yeah, but I said you won't be into it. What is it about sports?" I'm like, "It, it, it has an it's it's sports with a alternative twist to it." Oh, okay. I'm like, I hope he wasn't going to ask. Uh, no, to it. nope. Uh, nope. I don't think he wants to. Because nope. <laughs> you are pro right. You'll be zip recruiter tomorrow. <laughs> Get paper cuts from all those applications, you'll be filing. <laughs> exactly. I can, I can, I can, I can imagine the manager asking me, "Hey, no, uh, who's that BJ guy?" <laughs> you know that uh, uh, that that white guy on your show is pretty uppity. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, there, there actually was were football games on the field this past weekend. Right. It wasn't just John Gruden and Urban Meyer doing crazy stuff. No, it was Urban Meyer almost setting a record. They're now second for the longest losing streak ever in the history of the NFL. The other team had their coach 
wanting them to be executed. Right. Yes. How do y'all I mean, go sixteen? I'm, how do y'all go zero and sixteen and not be involved in that list, Adam? Because I think we won like the the game before, like um, the the previous year, and then someone that proves the NFL's rigged. <laughs> that just proves that God hates Detroit. <laughs> well. I mean, if you're looking down on it, would you be real excited about it right now? No, not really. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to laugh. But I, I've been a while. But, yeah, but, but don't worry. Don't worry. Urban Meyer has promised that they're going to have 250 yards passing and 250 yards rushing in this week coming up. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't, oh, be, I wouldn't be so hard. If that was a PR move. He's just trying to get the focus off where his hand was. That's all he's trying to do. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, he's an intelligent man. Well, I thought he was until he got no, 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 he's not. <laughs> Turning that girl into a puppet. Let's <laughs> uh, like, those hands. But that's an intelligent. That's an intelligent move. Say something really stupid. Get everybody else talking about that. And I'm just gonna kind of keep on going my way over yeah, here. Th- but see, really? this is not. This is the week to just you know be quiet, and not say anything, nope. and let the media nope. focus on Oakland. Nope. Brash, nope. arrogant. Don't give a shit. Exactly. I'm gonna change the narrative right now because I'm Urban Meyer. I don't know, like if you haven't picked up on everything that he does, basically reeks of arrogance. Oh yes. Yeah. One hundred percent, dude. I've been drunk in a couple bars with girls, and I've never jammed my hand up their ass in the middle of the floor. Yeah, that, that just seems pretty fucking arrogant to me. <laughs> That's bold. It's <Yeah>. real bold. <laughs> this is my bar. I'll go back there and cook a steak with this hand if I want to. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, here. my my question to you guys: well, I'm going to try to stay on the field as much as we can. <laughs> Is Baltimore legit? Tell you what, I'm about to apologize for the first three weeks of the season I talked about Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson. I apologize. You threw the football amazingly last night. You were a blast to watch. Uh, His his shiftiness is only rivaled by Mike Vick, like the way he changes direction. The crazy thing is about it, he's like two inches taller and probably a few pounds heavier than he was. And a better passer. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Philadelphia, Mike Vick was pain in the ass. Well, see, that was the thing that when Philadelphia, Mike Vick was not a runner anymore. Yeah. He, Mike Vick learned the craft of quarterback. Yeah. It might have yeah. taken him getting in a lot of trouble and refocusing his life, but those last few years in Philadelphia, those were, he was a pain in the ass to, to this league. Him and Deshaun Jackson were a good hookup because Vick's got the arm for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, w- watching Lamar in that comeback the other night was like, it awesome. was amazing. It was, it was, it was awesome. fun to watch. Yeah, he did such a great job. And uh, Marquise Brown for having that rough game two weeks ago, I believe it was, Yeah, to catch some balls last week and then to have the game winner this week and almost beat me in fantasy. I only won that game by 14 one-hundredths of a point. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> a win is a win. I'll take That's it. Right. Especially at two and three. Yep. But, uh, yeah, no, that, that game was excellent last night. And uh, Colts look like crap. Yeah. How can you go up like that and not even be able to contain them? I know it's Lamar Jackson, but you don't have no plan. No, and see, and what what gets me is I know everyone during the Michigan-Nebraska game, they were giving Harbaugh shit for going for two when you know, they, it was 19-7 to seven and he wanted a, the two-pointer to go up 21-7. to seven. That mm-hmm. makes sense because the math works out. Hey, if I make it, I am two full scores ahead. Mm-hmm. When Frank Wright went for two, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Adam, <laughs> Adam is so fucking excited. He's talked about Michigan more this week than he has in 40 shows. <laughs> he is so excited. <laughs> oh, good for you. It's nice to see you in love again, buddy. Hey, I, hey you know what? They can't lose this week. <laughs> Why would you say so? Oh, they're on their bye week. <laughs> I, was about to say, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? That's how shit happened. <laughs> Troy Aikman 
Troy Aikman before the Cowboys game Saturday last week. He said, uh, the, the Giants are in the class of the Cowboys. I said, bitch, you don't even put pads on. Shut up. <laughs> you can't even go out here and defend your words. Hush, hush, please. Do not who, who, jinx Do not jinx this with more arrogance. Jerry Jones it? takes up all the arrogance you can have on a championship team. You can't have any more. Players got to be calm. Ex-players got to be calm. Shut up. Who was it that said Saquon Barkley is just uh, the running back version of Carson Wentz? <laughs> I'll put that in the chat because I saw a lot of people were like, think about it. They say he's always freaking hurt, man. Yeah, that was our one-time guest host, Mike, who sent us that meme. <laughs> too scary to come back on the podcast? I don't know. We're kind of stupid. <laughs> so is Mike. So, I mean, we kind of fit yeah. I feel like I feel like it's more of a fair comparison to say he's like Greg Oden, man. It's starting to look bad. Yeah. Mm. He's constantly got something going on with him. Yeah. And he's mm. constantly got something going on the lower half of his body. Yeah. Like the, the worst part for a receiver. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, Barkley's injury was fluky. Or Daniel right Jones better not head suit up at all this week. Ooh. If if he has Ooh. a helmet, they need to fire every one of the coaching staff. Tell you what, these rookie court, <laughs> these rookie Cowboys linebackers are head on literally. See that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Watching Daniel Jones try it off the field, like he needs he needs a couple of out. <laughs> if you, there's an alternate angle from the end zone that shows the guy that hit him try to run and grab him, but then his teammates got him. Yeah, like he was stumbling, and Jabril Cox took off to go get him, but then the teammates got to him first. Well, because I mean, as much as these guys go yeah. at each other, they still respect each other. And when you saw that, it's like, okay, we need to stop. It's still like, a brotherhood. This ain't good. It's still yeah. a brotherhood, and a lot of them are going to be dealing with the same things in ten or fifteen years, yeah. twenty years. And, and BJ, you had a good point. I mean, if that happens twenty, twenty-five years ago, I mean, he he's guaranteed to play next Shit. week. He might be Tro- back in the second half. Troy Aikman mm-hmm. and Steve Young would have been back in. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, and that's that's the scary thing. Yep. Is yeah, you know, Troy Aikman, Steve Young, they're still articulate. They can still, you know, move around. How many players can't? Yeah. How many offensive linemen don't know what day it is? Right. So if you go back and look at the sacks in the 80s and 90s, there are some vicious hits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Vicious yeah. hits. Stuff now that get people suspended. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Easily. Like just I mean, Aikman had, I believe, eight concussions. And I think and Steve Young that. was yeah, he knows that they've been diagnosed. And I'm pretty sure Steve Young's around that six, seven, eight number also. That's a lot for the brain to take. Yeah. It's like uh and and see, and it's not just the big concussions that are the problem. It's yeah. the little mini hits, especially like I said, offensive linemen and defensive linemen, because you're constantly moving back and forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where it's really dangerous. You know the guy that does interviews? I, I believe I might be mispronouncing his name. Graham Benzinger. Have you seen those interviews? Mm-mm. He interviews a wide variety of people, but he did an interview with Brett Favre, and he asked him about the final concussion where he got, I don't know if you know this, that's how his career ended. He got a concussion yeah. in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And he said it was just a normal hit, and he kind of blacked out in the offensive coordinator had to grab him because he took off at the opposite sideline so now over here buddy and then brett said you know i think i want to go go in the back and he he felt said after 20 years i felt like that's something i could do and he went in the back and got looked at but um he had a good point he was like what is a concussion how do i know when i've had it and how many have i played through like there's just so many unknowns right now so because he asked him how many concussions do you think he has he goes well is a concussion like when when do i is it when i see the bells is what i see the, or I hear the bells see the stars like what, what what is it so i mean it's a good point like you said adam those are what we know troy aikman had he could yeah. have 12 13 undiagnosed because we're talking about 89 to 2000 i think he played 2001 something like that something like that i mean those are those are still some rough years to be in the nfl people get yeah. their heads knocked off still exactly. 
I don't know. Those concussions are scary, man. Daniel Jones looked like he got rung up pretty good. Yeah. Because and, and, it wasn't it wasn't just the helmet to helmet. He kind of went into the turf head first, also. Yeah. Which was yeah, concerning. I, yeah, I think it was. I mean, and you know, I'm gonna play amateur doctor here. I think it was when his head hit the turf. That's what. That's kind of really what did it. And I mean, watching him get off the field, I was like, okay, we all need to just take a break and just stop. I I thought that also, but then I watched the slow mo replay, and if you look when his arm hits the ground, it's limp. Like it just sort of goes, it just yeah. pushes out. So the helmet, the helmet got him. And what concerns me now is you have 400 pounds of player landing on a guy's helmet who's already knocked out, and he has no neck control now, no neck mm-hmm. control, show, no no control, just getting ragdolled into the ground. So yeah, and I, I hope that, I don't see him for a couple of weeks, yeah, two exactly. three weeks, get the fog yeah. out of your head. And, and there's something that nobody really talks about. It's um, second hit syndrome. Have you guys even heard heard, heard about this? Mm-hmm. It's where you have a concussion and you haven't fully recovered, and then you have another one. Yeah, it's worse they than said the original. The, the brain damage caused from that is catastrophic. Yeah, yeah and yeah. yeah, it's just it's a part of the game. Troy yeah. had a point a few years ago. He said, "You want to start changing the way people tackle? Take the helmets back." Yeah, go go back they'll to the helmets. They'll stop slamming their heads into things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, from a, that's I, from a guy with nine verifiable concussions. But but the <laughs> but here's a little bit of that talking. Here's the ironic part: is the NCAA for all of its fault for all of the, the corruption that it has. The reason why the NCAA was was actually created was because of the level helmets and for safety. Because back back in the day, like turn of the century, 1900s, when college football was still coming, kind of coming up, kids were dying because there was no protection. Yeah. They're and talking there was about no regulation. They're yeah. talking about getting rid of football. Yeah. And so they had they had to regulate it in some way, shape, or form. And that's how mm-hmm. the NCAA was born. Yeah. So and <laughs> then it turned and then it turned into a way to profit off of kids. How yeah. pure American. Right. Yes. Um I'm gonna look up I wonder how many concussions happen between rugby and the NFL. Because of rugby, they don't wear any type of padding except for oh, shin guards oh, and somewhere knee pads. Well, and, and they be knocking each other the hell out. Some of well, the fastest, I, some of the fastest two hundred and fifty pound men I've ever seen in my life in rugby. <laughs> See, big, big old dude look like an offensive lineman just tearing right down the middle of the field. Just tearing right through. Yeah. Them. Well, and see, here's the difference. With rugby, not only are they taught how to hit properly because you don't have a helmet for protection, but also you don't have as much of a head of steam of oh, your collisions. All of this is correct, but I've seen some rugby highlights where they get that head of steam. Yeah. They try to hit that 250-pounder, and it mm-hmm. looks like he hits a dump truck. They got to right. stop. He just kind of twitches a little bit and keeps moving. <laughs> well, and, and there, there is a reason why uh, youth soccer in this country, like they don't even allow headers until you're 14 or 15. <sighs> Yeah, 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 that's true. Because my my son is playing soccer now, and my son likes to do the headers, and the coach is like, "Uh, no, no, like you can't do that. He, he can't even you know, attempt to do that." So, when, you know, yeah. when I was in when I was in youth soccer, the um in New York, the coach brought his son out to teach us how to do headers. So he kicks him the ball, breaks his son's nose right in front of all of us, <laughs> blood all down the front of his face. I was like, yeah, that's how you teach both a six year old to do headers. <laughs> Never doing that shit. Never. <laughs> I am all for football for younger kids until high school being flag football. Yeah, absolutely. Teach them the fundamentals, teach them route running, teach them how to read a defense, how to, you know, how to play, but protect them as much as you can. Now in high school, if you want to go for tackling, absolutely. But until then, you've you've got to do something. You need neck muscles. Yeah. Absolutely. Can't you sit at the desk holding your head up all the time? I'm assuming you can't play football. Yeah. If you can't can't hold your own head up with your own body, you probably should (laughs) Like I never really had a bunch of neck balls, muscles, so I tried playing a little football, and I realized I'm never going to get paid for this. And I was like, I'm going to stick basketball. It's it's, it's a contact sport, not a collision sport. I, 
Yes, I'm not going to get paid for basketball either, but it hurts a lot less. Right. And I'll tell you what, one of the funniest things that kind of hit me in the soul was the, the Oklahoma drills made more basketball players than anything. They are absolutely oh, yeah. correct. Absolutely correct. Oh, yeah, you did. That's, a, that's put up a shut-up time right there. Yeah. <laughs> and what I didn't understand is the cross-matching. How are you going to say defensive lineman and cornerback? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Like something Leesburg would do, <laughs> or oh, they did. It was. I know. They could put some skinny dude up against Corey Chancellor. <laughs> no, man, right. some hitters, man. Corey Chancellor, you remember uh, Matt Nudak? Yes. Yeah, good Matt. Man, Matt's a good. Dude. Matt's always dude. been a good dude. Those guys could hit Dwayne Hinman. Like it was some yeah. Robbie Joe. <laughs> yep. Robbie Joe Franklin. <laughs> So yeah, I hate giving Ooh. that eagle loving son of a gun any kind of shine on here, but he's a pretty good <laughs> linebacker. <laughs> and I play him this week, and he just overlooked me. He just said Dorian's like only competition. I'm looking, I was like, excuse me, you play me next week. And it's likely that Christian's coming back. You might get the Christian business, and I don't wait to give everybody. Oh. <laughs> so in- anyways, yeah. um, where do we stand on the Chiefs? I know exactly we were kind of out we of them. Stood- Exactly yeah. where we stood at week two. We yeah. one. Yeah. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. Where's my, where's my podium? Make the camera shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I one of the things that I saw was well, first off, let's I'm, I'm gonna start on the defensive side. Like, where is Frank Clark? Uh, like Hoover, hoovering up twenty dollar bills and just sitting on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. Can you tackle somebody? Yeah, oh no, no, he's not doing that. He's bringing it back. He's bringing it back. <laughs> he's just collecting all that money for like the occasional <laughs> the occasional tackle behind the line of scrimmage. Man, it's like I was um I forgot what I was watching, but one of the coaches that were doing the analysts they said if you're if you're if you're an NFL defense and if you have to blitz your safety you're not a good defense not at all no. and they blitz. no excuse me the Steelers did it for fun with Palomalu oh yeah they didn't right. have to do it they didn't have to do it no but, but. so b- bullshit on that and uh <laughs> yeah Darren Woodson was a pain in the ass Steve Atwater was a pain no, that's safety yeah. blitz, and the good defenses do it for fun. Yeah, yeah. but okay, um, but he was saying like for for Kansas City, it's like you. I mean, you got Chris Jones, you got Frank Clark, like you got like proven players that that's underachieving this year. So he was like, how can you light a fire under that defense? Like, what can you do to get them motivated if they're already paid? Like, what else can you do? And that's call them. Yeah. Have Patrick Mahomes call them out on ESPN in front of God and everybody. They don't care. They got their money. I'll tell you what, that'd be real easy to move on from if that doesn't motivate. Well, see, and and I I know BJ, you got to give me shit for this. The Chiefs are screwed going forward. Too, they got they're gonna be able to afford everybody. Exactly. I'm telling you, you got to watch out for that restructuring of contracts. They can save up a lot of cal- salary cap like that. Yeah. I think Patrick will do it. I think I, yeah. I think he'll you just give. Contract. I don't know why you wouldn't. You get it in a signing bonus, like it's in your check at the beginning of the season. You could anything could happen the rest of the season. You got your money, at least most of it. Right. Romo did it a couple times that I know. Mm-hmm. Tyron yeah. Smith. It's a cowboy. It's the way. It's part of the way the Cowboys function. Yeah, the, the the problem is is they need a lot of help on their defense and they can only only pay so many even even with restructuring. The way they're set up salary cap wise, they're gonna have to draft it. And I don't know if they'll be able to keep the players together long enough to draft the help. And it's gonna put them in a weird funky zone where it's either going to be Hill and Mahomes 
or Kelsey and Mahomes can't be all three. And, and see, and here's the question: Is is Patrick Mahomes going to be the next Aaron Rodgers? He gets his one and then just kind of is really good, but never achieves it again. Mm. I mean, his that's not his offensive line situation has not been addressed. I don't like. I can't chalk him up to that yet. If they but, choose to go down this path and continue yeah. without addressing the offensive line and defense, then yeah, it's very possible because that's what happened to Aaron Rodgers. Either he's got a running game and no defense, or a defense and no running game. He rarely has both. Right. Um, I think I do believe that Kansas City will address their offensive line issues, but it's like you're addressing those issues, you're gonna have to lose lose something. Like there's yeah, like it's a give and take, right? Give and take. And so, so if you are Andy Reid or if you are Patrick Mahomes, and it's like okay, we can either resign Kelsey. Or or Tyreek Hill, which one do you choose? I was just about to ask you that. Who do you keep? I know who I'm keeping. I'm keeping Kelsey. I'm keeping Kelsey. Kelsey makes the most sense. Uh, Kelsey's um, more valuable to me in the Reds. Yeah, than yeah. Tyreek Hill is. There, uh, I'm just saying there are other receivers that are game breaking. <clears throat> also produce in the red zone yeah. yeah kelsey is a uh, worse matchup nightmare than mm-hmm. tyree kill is he's too fast for linebackers and he's quick enough and too big yeah. for safety because right. you can get someone that's comparable to tyree kill not as good but comparable for a lot less money <laughs> you're not going to get what? anybody comparable to travis Kelsey. Kadarius tony's gonna be the next one we're talking about if you can stop mm, being yeah. a damn knucklehead <laughs> I was gonna say. good luck with that yeah he, he's a gator what the hell do you expect this is true. <laughs> you got a pretty solid yeah. law school to get you out of trouble in this. Yeah. And plus also, too, like, if you think from a defensive standpoint, when it comes to Tyreek Kill, as long as you have a safety over the top, it's like you can – you have a safety, you have a, uh, a DB – you got to kind of like shadow him. Kelsey, you can't do that because first off, he's a nightmare one-on-one. And then two, if you play zone, he eats up the middle. Like he finds, he does a great job finding those crevices in the middle, like just right. So it's like pick your poison with Kelsey. So, so I agree. Uh, I definitely keep Kelsey. You can scheme your way to protection over, over Hill. You cannot scheme your way out of Kelsey. Right. I have a hard time spending a lot of money on players built like Tyreek Hill. That's why Darren Sproles never got a huge contract. That's why Deshaun J- Deshaun Jackson, I think, only got one contract, and the rest of it's kind of been, yeah. It's real hard to invest in those guys. They're kind of one-trick ponies. The crazy thing is, though, is like their one trick is pretty damn awesome. The one (laughs) trick is pretty damn awesome, but but you can draft somebody. They can do that trick 85, 90% as well for a lot less money. Yeah, like like – I think it was someone that's comparable or at least close to Tyreek Hill. Like you said, uh, like Tony, I think uh, Darius Tony in the future is going to be that type of player. Um, the other guy who the uh, cart was picked up, is, is it Moore? Oh, he's Rondell, Rondell Moore. He's a yeah, Rondell Moore. He's a 4-2 something. Well, yeah. he's amazing on the field, not so much on fantasy. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't care about fantasy. I care about production on the field. Can he help my team win? Yes, yeah. that also applies to fantasy production, though, so I care. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you worry about your fairy tale. I'm gonna worry about the, the stuff on the field. If he was four and one, he wouldn't be talking about this. That's definitely not the case. Yeah, three and two. <clears throat> so, but yeah, if you watch if you watch Rondell Moore in college, especially the game he had against Ohio State, I remember yeah. watching the game with, with my wife and having her face just drop when she yeah, watched him. And she was like, "Can anybody tackle him?" No, no, they can't. He's like he reminds me of Tariq Hill, like fast, shifty. He gets the ball in his hands, and the thing is, he has that same dynamic like Darren Sproles. Like for instance, you have to find him to tackle him, but he goes behind the yeah. offensive line so well to where it's like it's hard to get to him. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And, and so, BJ, we, we have to do this. We're getting late in our NFL segment. We have to go, go over our NFL picks. Nobody gives a Uh-oh. shit. We don't. They don't. <laughs> nobody gives a shit. Now, like I said, one of us is 500. We know who that is. Has to be. Dorian. Yeah. Dorian, what? look at you. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mr. Cody is 10 and 10. Horseshit. Oh, all right. I'm doing better than my Jaguars. God damn. <laughs> well, I mean, they set the bar so goddamn low. <laughs> well, you know what? It's speaking of those Jacksonville Jaguars, they're the first game we're picking. Oh. Miami and Jacksonville. Miami's a three and a half point favorite. So, do you like terrible or do you like terrible? <laughs> um, like, do you like you know you know, shit on a shingle, or you know black eyed peas that have been o- overcooked by three hours? Oh man, there's a lot of butts to grab in Miami. I'm willing to bet that Urban Meyer's gonna be pretty pumped up Sunday. So I'm gonna go butt grabbing Jaguars for the victory. What? Oh, they're gonna break the streak? They're gonna break the streak. What? Oh. I mean, not not the streak on Urban's hand, but. <laughs> hey, hey, BJ, BJ. Before we move on to Dorian, this game's in Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Oh, oh man, that Jacksonville <laughs> booty's different than that Miami booty, though. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Damn. Um, Go and protect uh, yourself. Stop. I know. I am. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> Speaking of that, my wife actually asked me. She's like, you know what? I haven't listened to your podcast stuff. No, 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 no. Trust me. No, nope. I'm keeping it away from you. No, um, you have to make course, a separate I, one for her to listen to. I do, right? And we just talk boring about boring. Um, Dorian, why is this one all? Why is this just you talking? This is my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and why are you talking about our marriage the whole time? I love you. Yeah, I love you. I know, right? Why do they joke <laughs> about your search history? <laughs> it's a little story, baby. Something happened. Like, I don't worry about. It. Anyway, I bought you something, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> of course, I'm picking. I'm picking the Jaguars, man. I can't. Can't go against. The delusion continues. <laughs> but hey, they should be able to play a uh, uh, you know sneak one out against Miami. They should. Yeah, they should. I don't think they will. I'm taking Miami. You said sneak one out like you're talking about farts or something. (laughs) You can't take those out in an elevator. 40 shows in, first fart joke. Yes! (laughs) Okay. Um, The next game is the Chargers versus Baltimore. That's Oh, boy. Baltimore is a three-point favorite. I don't know. I feel mm. like whichever team I pick, I could be equally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? After what I saw last night, going with the Chargers. Going with the Chargers? Yeah. I don't think the char- if the Chargers can get ahead of the Ravens like that, it will not be the same scenario. No. Yeah. Because the Chargers can score with them throughout the second half. Yeah, I agree. I'm going with the Chargers too. Uh, see, I went with Baltimore. And so, again, you know, this, this is a, a Chargers team that's really good. Herbert's really good. I just Baltimore's just rolling right now. And Austin you're right. Eckler's really good. Yeah. You know, if, if they get behind the Chargers like they were against the Colts, then there's no chance. I don't think they will. I think I think the Chargers make too many mistakes, self-inflicted wounds like they did against the, um, the Cowboys. And I think Baltimore pulls it out. Well, we will see. Yes. But I think I think that new kid in uh, L.A. is magic. Oh, Herbert is. is He's magic. Amazing. Yes. Good. I bet the Dolphins are kicking themselves in the balls right now. 
<laughs> but they no, wanted tour for two years. The, the so. start, yeah. the start of the Dolphins being the laughing stock, in my opinion, is when they didn't sign Drew Brees because of his shoulder. Yep. And then yep. every and they went every with, every quarterback since then has been worse than Drew Brees. And they went with Dante Culpepper. Yep. Mm. Do you not yep. know that he does not come with Chris Carter and Randy Moss? It's not apparently not. not. It's not a package deal. It's not a package deal. You can't order Chris Carter and Randy Moss. They don't just appear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris Carter, you know, looking for a fall guy. <laughs> so the, the next game is Arizona and Cleveland. Cleveland's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, man. Baker looked terrible down the stretch. I'm going with the Cardinals. Cardinals put him in that situation the way that defense is. Baker's going to look worse than he did last week. Oh, my thing is, I don't know if um, defensively for Cleveland, man, that's, that's my only thing. I'm going to go, they're playing at home. I'm going to go with the Brown. Reason being is I believe that they're going to focus more on the run keep uh murray on the sideline and that's the thing nick chubb they, they need to give him the ball for multiple reasons um the key of which is that he's really freaking good and and can can drain that clock um i i still am hesitant to pick kyler murray in a big game yeah. um until i see him do it consistently i'm just I'm, I'm hesitant i'm going with the browns i know it's weird big game browns don't really no, normally go together <clears throat> but it's in cleveland it's just i i, I see the browns pulling it out the, at the end and I see Arizona getting their first loss of the season. It's just it's, it's just hard for me to see how Arizona is going to stop that two-headed uh, running back monster with Hunt and uh, Chubb, man. Yeah. I mean, they, they can stop it by letting Baker Mayfield do Baker you know, Mayfield things and screwing things out, but that's beside the point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the last game we have is Buffalo and Tennessee. Buffalo is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. BJ? Oh, I don't see anybody stopping Buffalo right now. Derrick Henry's not playing defense, is he? I, nope. Not that I know of. <laughs> Well, that's 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 how that's gonna go. Yeah, Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo too. Yeah, I went I went with Buffalo to your point. I I don't see the the offense for Tennessee keeping up with Buffalo. I mean that that offense is a, is really really good. And I'm gonna say it again. I was wrong about Josh Allen. I did not like him coming out of college. I was wrong, and I am sorry. He's like a step away from being the best quarterback. In the league. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think right now they were saying like when it comes to the MVP uh, votes, it's down to uh, him and Dak right now. Well, I, I thought it was funny during the game um, on Sunday. Yeah, Collinsworth going, "Well, Allen needs to take the next step. He's just not as good as Mahomes. He's 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 just a, a step away." Blah blah blah. And then the very next play, he throws a touchdown pass. I'm like, okay, well maybe he's yeah. just as good. You know, Brady's <laughs> leading the league in passing. I don't know why he's not the MVP. What conversation. Only had him third. They had him third. Oh, yeah. He's in there. He definitely yeah. should be. They had him third. So yeah, I just yeah, Buffalo's gonna gonna just carry that that division for a while because I, I don't see I don't see the Jets or the Dolphins having any chance for the next five or ten years of winning the division. I noticed how you didn't talk shit about the Patriots though. There's four teams in that division. You mysteriously left one out. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> I know. I said that the Jets and the Dolphins are not five or ten years. The Patriots, as long as they've got Belichick, dangerous. can be can be dangerous. Very dangerous. So there, there's a there's a reason. Now they need a, a better quarterback, but that's not a here nor there. But as long as they've got Belichick, they if can they'd be only had much. one available last year, they could oh have retained God. retained his services. Right. He's washed up though, burnout. Well, according to Dorian, Cam is like the second coming of the of the next great quarterback. Oh, so I was talking no. about Brady. They could have had Brady last year. They chose not to. Brady right. went to the Super Bowl. Right. All I said about Cam was that, depending on the offense, he could be serviceable to help win games. And, yeah. and yes, you had a good. She goes back to Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> and you just have to take a pay cut, but not, but not, but not yeah. much. Though. Not much. It would not be much. Probably just pay him a laptop. <laughs> 
all day. That's cool. <laughs> no, that's if he went to Gainesville. <laughs> no, he stole them there. They figured out he liked them when he went to uh, Auburn. That's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, we'll pay you in Dell laptops. They overheat. Don't worry about it. Yeah, my, my favorite part of the whole Cam thing when he was in college, it was, well, Mississippi State offered him $20,000, but he turned that down and went to Auburn for free. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> guy steal- so you're telling me a, a guy that has it in his DNA to steal laptops will turn down a few thousand dollars. 20000 you said? 20000 That's going to be handed to him? Yep. No way, Jose. He got more money to go to Auburn. That's what happened. <laughs> Auburn said Mississippi State, 20 grand, 40 here, buddy. Let's double it. We'll do 50 just to make you feel real good about it. It rounds up. How much yeah, money did he make? Um, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they say was it 300,000 mysteriously? No, that how much money? Did, how much money did he make for Auburn? Anything oh they gave him was a drop in the bucket. Yeah, and that's why they did it. That's, that's why investment. USC did it's it. A, that's why Alabama investment. still does it. It's an investment. It's I can give you, I can uh, pass out four hundred thousand dollars between all these players. Everybody's okay. going to be happy, and we're going to the title. Yep. Because you you figure a trip to the playoff outside of a normal bowl, you know, a trip to the playoff is an extra twenty to thirty million dollars for the school. You know why they caved on the NIL, right? Because they had to. I think step two was going to be ticket sales. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and step two is a huge step. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still think that, you know, it should just be TV money. Oh, you see, you're trying to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you, that's not, that's that, that's the big pie. That doesn't get cut up for the peasant. No. Yeah, you should shan't get your sliver. <laughs> but here, you could take some of the ticket sales, but you ain't touching this TV. Yeah, touch this TV. Yeah, yeah. Kiss, kiss my 40, $70 billion ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wasn't that man. the espn contract we looked up something like that yeah 72 billion for yeah. 10 years or something something like that seven billion a year yep. seven yeah. billion a year that's like you could stupid buy, money you could buy countries with that there are countries you could be like i want this country let's just i'm gonna get yeah. this country could you feed like half the world with that money yeah don't start don't start don't start no, we're talking we'll, about sports tonight well that's story that's the next segment it's okay no Sorry. Talking about sports, trying to enjoy my podcast tonight. Not trying to get all amped up on your fucking political bullshit that we always get amped up. On. And he just took the picks away. That means the political bullshit's coming. Here we go. No, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. So, Dorian, you posted something earlier about um, Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the words you said were, um, well, fuck him. I don't care. And <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm on the same boat. I'm tired of dealing with it. I'm tired of hearing about it. Either make it, either shit or get off the pot. Pick one. I don't really care at this point. Go find a league that'll take you the way you are. Go find yeah. somebody that loves you for you. Yep. You know what? Yeah. It, he is free to make whatever choice he wants. So much freedom. Yeah, so much freedom. So he, much freedom. He can choose to be vaccinated. He can choose not to be vaccinated. That is his choice. It yeah. is also the choice of his employer to allow him to stay employed or not. Wait a second. Wait a second. Doesn't that have roots in the whole not wanting to bake cakes for gays thing that the Republicans push so hard for? Oh, yeah. Oh, they, they, they're oh. all about deregulation oh. as long as it doesn't impact them. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. So you just wanted to make sure that people could make other people feel bad, and now it's coming back to bite you. Yes. Yeah, as long as so they aren't the ones that are me. impacted, they don't care. Oh, they are now, and it is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't fly in planes. It's because you're an idiot. Deal with it. Well, and, and and the best part about all this, you know, and I know we're going to go completely off the rails, and I don't care, is all the people that are quitting their jobs because of the vaccine. Mandate. I know. <laughs> okay. Because so there are other people dying to get there. 
Yeah. So you're quitting your job. First of all, they're going to replace you in two weeks and they don't care. Nope. Second of all, not only did you bitch that people were getting extra money on unemployment that you wanted to get cut. So now you can't get it. You can't even get unemployment because you quit. Right. Yes. Yes. You have to be <laughs> let go or have some kind of medical reason or something. You got to get something. Yep. Dude, dun, dun, dun. I saw something wah, wah. to where individuals, they quit their job. And what they're doing is they are holding out hope for the 2024 election because they believe that Donald Trump is going to win again. Oh He's going to make things right. Oh, my God. How are they going to keep their... Ni- By making right, if, you set the country on fire? How are they going to keep their 1994 <laughs> Silverado run with their job? I don't understand <laughs> how they're going to do this. They're going to go to Camaro Head. Oh, see, this is why I don't like this last segment. This is, I can't go out in public in this county because if there's like... <laughs> If there's two people to listen to it, this shit holds so small that it's going to spread throughout the county. Like, He's an idiot. <laughs> he thinks I heard what I you should said. He, he, somebody translated to me, but I know what it meant. <laughs> well, see, and it was funny. Like, I, I took my daughter to her guitar lesson today, and I was walking around the, the complex waiting for her, for her lesson to finish. And Firehouse Subs was closed for dinner service. They said, wow. we, are short, we are short-staffed. We cannot... We cannot take any customers. Any online orders will, will be refunded. Is it I'm like, you pay $10 an hour? I'm just exactly. I'm like, when I, when I was working, they worked us to the bone. It didn't matter if people called out or not. We kept working. Absolutely. This is shit because you guys can't manage your people. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have never, I worked in the restaurant industry for seven to eight years and I've never once heard, well, there's nobody here. We're shutting it down. It's called, uh, no, the manager's on the line with you today. We're going to figure this Absolutely. shit out. Like, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, so it's all a power play. Yeah. 100% yeah. of power. And I got to thinking, you know, you know, back when we were working, you know, in, in these types of jobs, the managers would be on the line and would do it. Now, mm-hmm. either the managers don't want to do it or they don't want to hear from the customers that how shitty your job is. I ran. I am out of the restaurant industry because I ran into the owner's brother and he's a garbage human being. I let him know at every turn. So that's how that happened. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I know those managers, these new managers that uh, they just want they want to be the keys. In the computer, mm-hmm. that's it. Keys and yep. computer, yeah, that's, it. that's it. Everybody yeah. else figure it out. It's like, no, we're busy. You're coming out here and carrying this food, but no, no. Yeah. Oh, and like, oh yeah, no, he does. Trust me, he did. <laughs> Big money. <laughs> that's the thing, but like, with Firehouse, I mean, they could have easily had just closed their doors and said, "Hey, online orders, we'll, we'll take care of them. We'll, we'll right. do a delivery partners. That's fine." But your Firehouse, it's not like you're always packed, especially for dinner true. service on a Tuesday. <laughs> that's true. Well, like, I mean. The higher, I don't know if you're confused about this or not, but the higher you go up the chain, you don't do more work. No, you don't. Oh, I can I got, attest to that. I got in trouble for that one day. Same, same, <laughs> same, re- well, no, the same restaurant. Uh, in uh, the same guy, actually. He was like, uh, so BJ, what did you learn at time for Oakwood? I was like, well, if I wanted to make more money, I should probably not do so much. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> Well, I'm not sure that's what I wanted to hear. And I was like, <laughs> caught him off guard. Oh, he also called me and oh, he's lecturing this girl one day about like how the restaurant, you don't need college. The restaurant business can be good to you, blah, 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 blah. Because he wanted to train her for manager. And he was like, he's like, BJ, come here for a second. I was like, sure. He goes, he goes, tell her, tell her what I was saying about the restaurant should be good for you. And I was like, well, see, I drank my way out of college and this is just a fucking mistake. So don't ever do that. <laughs> And she looked at me and he looked at me and his jaw his mouth open and I was like, Yes, I got him again. <laughs> got him again. Why how dumb do you have to be to think that I'm the guy that's gonna come in there and explain to you why this is a great situation for anybody? <laughs> this is why I keep saying cocaine is a terrible drug. He knows who he is. If he ever listens to this, he'll be like, I knew he knew I was on cocaine. And that I was not me, by the way. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah. I'm naturally wired. Could you imagine me on cocaine? I don't want to. I really I'll, don't. I will walk to your house right now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably be there in about 35 minutes. Too. <laughs> walk right through the swamp, straight line, just like a crow. <laughs> I could, why I why do did that. we do this? My, my heart. My heart would explode out of my chest. I couldn't even imagine. It is so funny. I see people. We, we have a hiring crisis. I can't get people in here. And I'm like, wait a second. Unemployment's at four and a half percent or 4.8 percent. Like if you were to round up all the jobs that, that, you know, that need people, I don't think you have enough people unemployed to actually fill every single job that's out there. It's like, like there's a bigger jobs. problem. It's like they made more jobs so they could complain about it. Yeah. <laughs> We're supposed to have seven people on this shift at this shitty sub shop. <laughs> we can't work with four. I just, yes, I feel like it's all a power play. It's just all it a power play. I don't I don't take it serious one bit. And you know what? If I go up to a restaurant and they're closed, the first thing I think of is like, good for you. Fuck your general manager. Like, I'm like I don't, <laughs> that's the first thing I think of. It's like, you know, good for you. You finally stood up for yourself. Go get a and, real job. Do whatever you want. I hate to say it. It is a real job situation in the restaurant. It's not a real job. It's horrible for you. You get addicted to adrenaline because you go high, low, high, low, high, low. It takes hours for you to come down afterward. The money's seasonal, and it's it is in most cases, in most businesses, the higher ups are just hoarding money while they sit in an office. They're really not good for much anything. No, and and that's the bigger problem is you know you've got all of this money that's accumulated and not going down to the right people, and especially yeah. in the restaurant industry, and especially with with the restaurants that are sit down restaurants where the workers are tipped. Oh, and it drives me nuts because the same dude with the coke problem would sit there and um order pizza once a month and be like, we're good, right? Like that's basically what it was. It's like, yeah, we'll get you pizza on a Sunday, some hungry Howie shit, not even like some top-notch pizza or nothing. Like, <laughs> like, it's, like fucking like we're good. I was like, pizza gives me heartburn. Leave me the fuck alone. All right. I'm just gonna go over here and wish I was watching football right now. Leave me alone. <laughs> I got you some pizza. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, I heard some, someone tell me that if you want to see how good a restaurant is, look how busy they are on a Wednesday night with no promotions, no specials. How busy are, are you on a Wednesday night? Because Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, take care of themselves. But yeah. if you're busy on a, on a Wednesday, you're doing something right. And if you're not, you're doing something wrong. Fortunately, that restaurant I've worked at is usually banging Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> that rib special boy. Well, that's what I said, without any specials. Oh, no, yeah. They got to run specials so nobody yeah. can call I feel bad for them. Like, most of them are good people there. I got some friends that still work there. And truthfully, they pay better than most restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Better than most restaurants. So I talk about them. It's more personal than it is professional. Like, if uh, I could probably work for them again. I don't think they <laughs> want me to work for them again. I'd fly to one of the restaurants in three of the morning service said they quit if I signed up. I told them, I said, you missed your chance to clean house. <laughs> so I could have helped you. You wouldn't have the un- no unemployment or nothing. You messed but up. Yeah, there, there's there's a burger joint here. Um, I won't say the name. That they're just yum. Um, so, but they pay they pay their servers like six dollars an hour. They're like, well, that's comparable to what? Well, unfortunately, um, when I was serving in 2001, it was 214. Yeah. So I, I mean, I the, think the, the server. Th- there's so much flexibility. I don't really pity servers though because they don't claim their tips like they're supposed to claim them. First of all, they're probably some of the servers that I worked with are raking anywhere between 100 and 200 dollars a night on a busy night, um, and they claim 50 bucks. They get a lot of tax-free money. Really, don't feel pity for them. 
not to mention they just kind of sucker all the guys in the restaurant to doing shit they're supposed to do anyways. Mm-hmm. Not a big server fan. Never will be. Mm-hmm. Not going to convince me. Don't give a shit. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but if a tip is on a credit card on the receipt, don't they have to claim that? That has to get claimed, but there's still a lot of cash tips out. Okay. A lot of people don't like leaving tips on their cards because you can alter them. You can slide yeah. a one in there, you know, but um, mm-hmm. so a lot of people still tip cash from what I've seen. Fair enough. I always tip cash. I try. And if I can't, it's at a place I trust. Yeah. Don't like your servers. Sorry. Uh, Never apologize good. for it. Never apologize for it. Uh, apologies to all the servers. So in- anyways, well, we are a sports show. So the NBA is starting. It's starting very, very soon. Yeah. Um, Dorian, I'll go to you. Who Who's winning? Mm-hmm. Who's coming out of the West? Who's coming out of the East? Uh, I'm going to say the West. I know everyone is saying the Lakers, but I think that the injury bug is going to hit the Lakers again. Um, That's kind of a shitty prediction. That's not something you hear much. It's like, I think one of them is going to die. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Uh, You took any shit earlier because I said LeBron's legs were going to go out, and they did. Yeah, like what? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, gee, you you made it happen. You wished it upon them. You spoke it to existence. You don't say that. I think they. I think one of the legs are going to fall off. So their whole season. Is you don't do that. You say one of them not play for performance. It's a long season. They got to get through that. You just kind of. You did the, like the. <laughs> the announcer goes. He made forty five consecutive field goals, and then he misses. He makes a cross. It's just been like now. I was like I was um, the other day. I was looking at the age of the team, and it's like <sighs> playoffs for like you have to win like. Four games to move on in advance, right? Plus, Typically, you play, yes. you know, so it's like, I don't know if the Lakers are going to come out, but if I had to pick a team outside of the Lakers right now, my pick is going to be Denver. Ooh. I think Denver's going to figure it out. And I think they're going to come out of with us I got right now. I got the Suns. I got the Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Totally about the Jazz. <laughs> you did. But not. I said it right now. Right now, I'll pick Denver, but I have a chance to tell you so. Right now, and, it, and that's the thing. Are... Like, if the Jazz stay healthy, yeah. again, it's, you know, it's the big if. But if the Jazz stay healthy, you let Dorian tell like him one of them's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> he said when the Lakers are gonna die. He didn't say anything about the Jazz. I don't know. We haven't let him told it yet. You gotta let him tell it. <laughs> <laughs> the is gonna get like, dude. The Lakers are an old team. Yeah, yeah, they got some, you know, some studs, but they're past their prime. You know, you seeing uh, LeBron's past his prime? Come on, I just saw Space Jam the other day. <laughs> you did you spend money on that? Uh, no, I got a free red box. That's fine. Me, I had I have HBO Max, so it came to there. You yeah, my my son was like <laughs> dying to watch it. I'm like, I got a free red box here, I'll get it for you. Yeah. Put yeah. it on my media my server, we now have it forever. Did you tell yeah. him that this doesn't work? This is not correct. <laughs> the basketball game? No, the the, the space jam. Oh space no. <laughs> Does he know this isn't correct? <laughs> You know, I'm surprised, like I'm surprised one of the I'm surprised one of the characters didn't come out. I mean, that's kind of like the theory now. We got superheroes coming out. <laughs> Fucking okay, cartoon if gonna, characters. If we're gonna do this, let's do it right. Superman Clark Kent is not bisexual. His son <laughs> is. Clark Kent is still with Lois Lane. Everyone needs to calm the fuck down. When when do they when do they create Clark Kent's son though? Is he a new character? Has he been around a while? He's been around for like five or six years. Just does he have some problems? Yeah, he he's the same Superman. I'm not. I'm all for. I'm all for gay role models. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is pandering to the gay audience to make money. When, when I first heard Superman came out as bisexual, that was the headline that I heard, and I was like, "You're messing with the character. 
because Superman has an established like Clark Kent has an established mm-hmm. relationship with Lois Lane. It's like Peter Parker going with someone that's not Mary Jane Watson. Oh, well, mm-hmm. Lois Lane's identifies as trans now, so it's okay. Oh, okay. Well, the story I fixed the storyline. Yeah, yeah. So, but when I when I actually read the the article and it was the son, I was like, who cares? It's a son. Hey, what do I care? Hey, I don't. <laughs> I don't really care. I feel like it's more pandering to the gay crowd than it is actually trying to do something socially conscious. That's what I, that's my biggest deal. It's not oh, you about mean like the NFL supporting. does. Yes, with the breast cancer <laughs> thing, I thought they were trying to bring women and mothers in. To be honest with you, yeah, well, that's one hundred percent what they're doing. And they start, yeah, and they started to do the Pride Week. They started to bring that in, and then they let the Department of Defense sponsor the pregame. So that brought all the yeehaws in. So I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Are you saying the yeehaws and the, and the LGBT community are all the same? Oh uh, no, they get sucked in in different months for partial sponsorship. Oh, okay. Influx of money, and then they all disappear. No, it's. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. Like if they were really trying to do something for the gay community, or, you know, that'd be one thing. I don't feel that's the case. I feel it's just marketing, and I, I don't. It's cheap. You know what I mean? They're not. Well, they're not actually doing anything for any community, for the black and, community, gay community, Asian community. They're just dragging their money into their bank account. And I, and again, I go back to the way that Marvel has done things in the past. It's just kind of they, they make a statement and they move on. Um. Again, I I know I've talked about before Deadpool two when that came out. The character was was gay, and they mentioned it like it was a, it was a line in the movie, and then no one cared after that. Um, there's another um, one coming out, another Marvel super superhero that's going to be completely um, lesbian, and it's just like that's just who she is. Let's move on. Um, yeah. And I feel but that, I'm just trying to figure out why sexual orientation has anything to do with superpowers. Right. It's, it's and again, I go back to the Marvel side of things. With Marvel, they they try to focus on the the personal aspect more than DC does. So th- that it fair makes, enough. It makes a little more sense. DC, you're right. They're just pandering. You know, they they will change a character regardless of whatever just to make yeah. it make a buck because you know Batman doesn't kill people, but apparently in the movies he does. Yeah. Um. I actually. He spoke to someone who identifies as part of the LGBT community and they shared with me. They said, you know, their their words were fuck a comic book. If you want to support the LGBT community, why don't you support those who are living on the street? Because you have kids who identify as being part of the LGBT community and they're on the street with nowhere to go. And there are organizations Something that like help that. house so, those kids. Something so to the contribute NFL, to the community. Yeah. Right. Yes. They could take that money or money and donate to these organizations that help kids from the LGBT community that don't have a place to live and go and help them be able to continue to go to school yeah. and things of that nature. They were like, if you're going to help, help that way. Don't put yeah. us on a fucking... Yeah, they don't in, need in a comic book. So they don't need, now, com- you they don't need comic, comic book, book to raise money for that aspect, yeah, yeah. For it. but they right. need resources, not characters. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's what they shared with me. So, And, I, mean, and, like, and I totally agree. I said, I said, you're right. I mean, like, imagine if imagine if they just made Superman black. Like, what are they really doing? What are they doing for the community? They're just changing the race of a character. Like, do something. Yeah, what they're doing for the community, they're getting money from the community. That's what they're doing. From that's what they're doing. That's it. And that's that's not what we want. We want, you know, if you're claiming it's support, then support. Let your actions back up that character. Exactly. And and whatever whatever area you know, race, sexuality, whatever area you're dabbling, if you, you can't say it's not. Um, you can't say it's not pandering if you aren't helping. Yeah, if you want to say, hey, you know, all the issues with Jonathan Kent as Superman now that he's come out as bisexual, all, all of the money for these issues will go to the Trevor Project or what other project. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Right. All but of if that. You, yeah, if you're going to do it just to raise money, then you're right. You're you're just 
you're capitalizing you're grifting yeah i don't that's why some some of the stuff feels slimy to me where it's not an actual support for any community kind of like the democrats where they just drag the latinos and, and black americans along yeah. for a while and then as soon as they're elected they dump them off right where they found them like oh, it, it, it's kind of like dressing your cheerleaders up in pink and having you know breast cancer awareness and then having them take off the, the pink outfits and take pictures <laughs> i told you we were aware about breasts around here <laughs> you guys, do we have to do this look it's one yeah, thing it's one thing to pull your boobs out i don't think i think there are some women that are cool with it some women that probably struggle with the choice and they probably did it but that having to escort men to a club afterwards and to know that they had been handpicked that's that's some that's some trashy <laughs> shit yeah. that's real trashy shit and yet daniel Snyder still has the team I don't know why he's allowed to own them, but I can't say that shit because then when Jerry's emails come out, I got to say that again. <laughs> and, you know, Jerry's crazy, but boy, does he keep us relevant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be a show in itself. Are, are you telling me? I have a question. I have a question because we can't. Oh, make Lord. Statements. We're getting late. Statements Careful. Get you in trouble. But, well, this is how we're going to end the show. I got you. <laughs> Um, is it insane for me to think for a man that lived through the 60s and 70s and 80s that he didn't come out of there with some kind of cocaine issue at some point? It's insane for you to think that he didn't, yes. It's insane for me to think that he didn't. No, it's insane for you to think insane that he Insane for me to yeah. think that. Yeah. Yes. Right. So I'm sane. <laughs> see how I did that? Yeah, I see what dare, you did there. I dare, I dare you to prosecute me on that statement. You can't. Ha. He did. <laughs> now, if Jerry's at, at, at Studio 54, that's a whole different story. Whole different story. Probably <laughs> uh, stick finger at one nose and down the other nostril. Just no septum. You have no septum. Explains it's the all, It's all white powder. It's all good. It's all powder. <laughs> probably, probably still sneezing the dust. Haven't touched the shit in years. Chew dust. Woo. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, that's not salt in your eggnog muffin. Dude, he's still partying with young ladies. He's still out there partying with young ladies. You can't tell me he hasn't tried mom. Anyone else's part favorite? Yeah. Okay, on that, <laughs> we'll, we'll get on the show. Jerry doesn't call them party favors. Jerry calls them snacks. You want a snack? <laughs> no, Derek Jeter was like calling the favors. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's end it right there. <laughs> so, oh. ladies and gentlemen, this Ooh. has been Sandlot Sports. <laughs> party favors. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.